First with news, first with views. It's early edition with Tim Dower and digitalboost.co.nz. Free training and support to boost your business. News Talk ZB. Early edition, almost 5.15. Now, a new look at the Commonwealth Games formats might just encourage a fresh New Zealand hosting bid. The Games Federation now says the only sports that you have to offer are athletics and swimming. The rest would be essentially optional, your netball, your boxing, your country dancing. Neighbouring cities and countries could also share hosting rights. Viv Beck is CEO of Auckland's Heart of the City Business Association. Thanks for being with us, Viv. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Are you in favour of us putting our hat in the ring? Well, it's certainly worth having a look at. I mean, it does change the the landscape a lot of it, uh, what they're proposing. And we've got a great track record in hosting large events and, in fact, uh, you know, sporting events and other events. And I think with, you know, the, the city in the next few years, hopefully post-COVID, will be, be a great attractor. Yeah, and it takes a while to put a bid together anyway. These things are already always decided quite some way out. Mm-hmm. Does the experience with the America's Cup not leave you a little wary? I mean, we've got our fingers burned there, didn't we? Well, I mean, obviously it wasn't the event that it was intended to be, and the, the projections for the returns weren't there. But I think in, in the context of what we were dealing with, in March this year, it actually was a, a successful event in terms of uh, celebrating and, and the international coverage was priceless. If you think of all those people on the waterfront in that COVID environment. So there's certainly a lot of pluses with major events like this. And I think that was difficult in the circumstances. No question about that. Yeah, you got I mean, that was interesting. That was a comment I had from family on the other side of the world. Wow, look at all those people on mm. the Auckland waterfront because they were all locked down. It was uh, outstanding. Uh, now, of course, I'm talking to family on the other side of the world. They're going to uh, mm-hmm. concerts with their vaccine passports, and yeah. they they pity us. So, you know, things can really change. They can. But I think, you know, if you look at and interestingly, the returns, I was having a look at some returns of previous Commonwealth Games. Actually, the, the boost uh, in terms of GDP is, is consistently positive. And there's a, a great return. They, they reckon something like a 25 increase in tourism post the event, a whole lot of other benefits. So I know you can sometimes look at those projections and, and be wary of them. And certainly the early America's Cup ones were, were basically reassessed and as being too high. But the value of events, they do bring people here. You get great profile. It's also good because people rally around and kids participate and volunteers get involved. There's a lot of upside. And if you think about the coming city, there's a lot of development happening. You know, there's, despite COVID, you know, the hotels are, are still being built. We'll have the city rail link. You'll be able to sort of go underground when you're here. There's, there's a lot of investment. You think? You think it'll be done? You think it'll be done in well, what, hope a, so. the I mean, next decade? The next slot available. Well, the next slot available is 2026 for Commonwealth Games, and I think 20. 30 after that, so you certainly hope so. Well, uh, you might, but um, I, I, I don't know. What do you say to somebody who says, hang on, I don't want a billion-dollar debt or a $500 million debt, whatever it's going to be, for something that's here today, gone tomorrow. I'd rather have a decent, well, in Auckland, a decent water system, uh, decent roads, or, or, you know, light rail has been promised time and time again. Surely they are priorities to have in a party. 
Oh, look, I think the, absolutely the assessment has to be done. So I'm making a comment on the basis of what events actually do for a city and a country. And I think the thing with this one is it's intended to add appeal for the local host country. You can share it with other countries. And the reality is the whole thing would be to try and reutilise infrastructure. I don't think we're talking here about, and, and there'll be other experts to talk about the infrastructure needed, but I think the, what they're trying to do is enable smaller countries to participate without the huge cost. So that would have to be part of the thinking, that you, you can utilise existing infrastructure. And that's the thing with America's Cup in hosting it the second time round, would be that you've built the infrastructure. So I totally agree there are higher priorities, although I think we shouldn't underestimate. I mean, to give you an idea... About four of the Commonwealth Games that I can see in this research have come out at a, at a boost, GDP boost of a billion dollars. Now, that's actual return, not uh, projections. So okay. there are definitely benefits there. And I'm not saying, yes, let's do it. What I'm saying is it's definitely worth having a look at because we have got a lot of infrastructure that we could use and we've got a great track record of large-scale events, including sporting events. And in particular, this ability to uh, to tweak it and to maybe have a focus on aquatic events, use that harbour, make the most of the facilities we already have. I understand yeah, where you're coming from. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for your time this morning. Viv Beck at uh, Heart of the City, Chief Executive.